Hey guys, welcome back to Mummy or Mummy. In today's episode, Mummy's going to be interviewing me again. Mm -hmm. All about polycystic ovaries. So, shortened to PCOS. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's something that I've known that I've had for a few years now. Um, and I think some more awareness should be raised around it mm. because it's not a it's not a completely rare condition, but probably more people have it than than they realise. Yeah, uh, or people don't realise they have it until much later on in life, which could probably explain some of your symptoms that you don't have an answer for. So mm. um, I don't know, for example, um, irregular periods that is a common symptom. It's not everyone's symptom, yeah, but it is one symptom and. Sometimes there's no explanation for it. I mean, I didn't checked out, so. know about it until I met you. And then after I met you, I started seeing these posts everywhere on Instagram, like, raise, oh, sorry, drop my pen, raise more awareness for PCOS. And it's suddenly, like, yeah. I only saw it after I met you, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's the same as other issues, like, I think I'm saying this right, uh, if I'm not, sorry, but endometriosis. Is that Something right? like that. Something like that. I'm not going to attempt to say it. No. It's another period issue. And I've known, I think it was Molly May that got diagnosed with it only this year. I don't know how old she is, but she's obviously not like, it's not, like it should have been diagnosed sooner, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So we kind of want to do this podcast to shed light on how there should be more awareness around these conditions. Um, yeah, I mean, schools don't really educate girls about, um, you know, period problems no you're told you have a period yeah done and then if you have problems with that period you kind of just worry yourself and google things and yeah. end up self-diagnosing and being too scared to or go to the doctors you get put on the pill straight away or you get put on the pill which is like might be tmi but i had really heavy periods when i was like 14 mm -hmm. and i didn't i don't think there's anything like, i don't think i've got a condition but the first thing they did was put me on the pill birth control pills. So I've been on that for a very long time now. Mm -hmm. But, like, there was no other solution to it. Do you know what I mean? It was just, yeah. let's put you on hormones. Yeah. Um, and for someone that doesn't have a condition, maybe that's not that bad. But for someone that has a condition, then... It's a bit different. They should be diagnosed. Uh-huh. Um, okay, let's jump into some questions, then. Okay. So, my first question is, how much do you know about your condition? Like, what it is... So, obviously, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, just as, like, a sort of disclaimer. No, neither of us are. <laughs> neither of us are. Um, but I know, enough, I know some, like, random facts. I know about symptoms, and I know about how maybe you could question whether you're in that box of having PCOS. Mm. Um, but then again, I can only speak on my own experience. Um, I can't speak for everyone. Everyone has different symptoms, and everyone reacts differently. Um, I know that there's no cure, and you can only manage it with medications. And um, is there like herbal remedies? And there will be, yeah. But there's herbal remedies for everything, and yeah. it won't work for everyone. Um, it work amazingly for some, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. hit or miss. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, so so yeah. what, like, is it it's cysts on the ovaries? So literally, it's in the name cystic ovaries it's like you've got cysts oh, okay. on your ovaries and when i google it it says it's like a hum, hum, oh, I can't say it, hormonal imbalance right okay yeah I, and I'd then say, that causes irregular periods and other symptoms uh-huh okay so for me personally i know that i have too much testosterone and that will probably be the case for most but that 
obviously bought me irregular periods. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a concern for me. That wasn't the red flag. That wasn't there. Something's wrong. Uh, we were taught that it's okay to sometimes have a regular period. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean you've got PCOS. Especially because when you're younger, you tend to have more regular periods. Right, yeah. going through puberty, etc. Mm. But I'm not going through puberty anymore. Like, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? Yeah. So now that I've got, I still have, a, I get a period probably every three months or so. Sometimes yeah. every two months. But normally like every three or two and a half months, I'll get one. Now I know it's not your usual irregular period it's something more but I was actually diagnosed a few years ago okay so how long did the diagnosis process take so obviously it started with me googling a few things and the things that I googled were why do I have irregular periods yeah why do I get hair in places that other women don't mm-hmm. so it's nail trail a snail trail for example I have a line of hair going from my belly button down to my pubic area. My pubic area stretches out from most people's and it runs down my thighs. Not completely down, like, I know you're probably picturing some big wild bush, but it's it's not... Well, I mean, if I left it, it could be like that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, hair on my face. I grow not just the typical peach fuzz or moustache. It's like hair coming like from my cheeks. Yeah, And if, like, her hairline, if it's left, will join up to her eyebrows... But that's just because I'm hairy, though. That I I don't think even even if I didn't have PCOS, I think I you would think? still have that. Yeah, for sure. You're a hairy but gal. What's when I say I have stubble, I don't have stubble. I have like whiskers. So like, if you look at a man, um, you you can see where he's shaved normally. If yeah, he's growing yeah. Through. I don't have that. I literally have pokes of hair that just are random. Mm. And obviously, like you know, I picked up on this during school when no one else had that. My my legs, yeah. if I leave them, they get like is the hair is thick. It's there. It's like it's not all hair. over your back, but it is on your no. lower back and yes, all over your my arse cheeks <laughs> are covered. Uh, obviously, it's not thick, thick like werewolf hair. No, it's but like but it's like a not baby hair. It sounds weird, but it's that thin. You know the baby hair that's on the top of your forehead that everyone has. It it's like baby that hairs. fluffy. Yeah, yeah, it's very fluffy. Um... But yeah, I mean, I googled that with mm. the irregular periods, and the first thing that came up was PCOS. And then I kind of read more into it about the testosterone thing, um, and some of the symptoms also included uh, weight gain, which I never experienced. I never, I don't have problems with my weight. Like mm. I've always been very lean and like muscly. Um, but then another kind of side effect to higher testosterone is being able to put on muscle mass easier. I did read something about there's a high percentage of women athletes um, yes. that in the sporting world that focus on like strength um, uh-huh. have PCOS. Mm-hmm. Like it's a high percentage of them, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the exact figure, but I did read that. And I remember there was a woman that was... They were questioning whether she should be banned because her testosterone was so much higher than... Than the others. The others, which is totally unfair. Like Michael Phelps is born to be a, a swimmer. For but sure ban him because he's got fucking massive feet no no I think it's luck of the draw but it's so interesting about the muscle mass yeah. and the you know the whatever because I game, see that like we will train together like we're both really into training and it will take me ages to see any gains whatsoever whereas uh, you'll train once and wake up with a fucking huge biceps and you've trained once literally and then you'll take six months break 
I take and a six month break and then I'll train again. And, and then, then boom. <laughs> and then I'm back to being like hench. Yeah. Um, because it's so easy. And you're fast as well, uh-huh. which could be just because you're fast, but I don't know, maybe it will... For sure. I mean, another side effect that I did see was acne and oily skin, and I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I read about that. A lot of people have acne in their, you know, like, puberty years or whatever, So you but could see how that'd easily be, oh, no, you're just a teenager. Yes. Yeah. But then I linked all the dots, you know? Mm. Uh, another symptom that people also have is, like, hair thinnings, so like, I've, male yeah, pattern baldness. Yeah. Um, but I don't... I haven't really... I'm, I mean, I'm so hairy. Like, I wouldn't see that. I Maybe it's, like, two sides, but some people lose... And some people have gain. more... Yeah. Um, but I, I'm yet to see that. Maybe as I get a little bit older, I could, like, have a receding hairline. Who the fuck knows? I mean, but you've got so much hair. I've just... got so much hair, I just don't see it happening. But you never know. You never know. Because yeah. men have a lot of hair until it thins, and then, you know, they've got a receding hairline. So, who, who knows? So, did you ever get diagnosed by a professional? Oh, yes. Okay. So, I went... I did go to the GP, I spoke about my symptoms, and they said, we're going to book you in for a scan, which is where you drink loads of water, and it's like, it's like one of them pregnancy scan things, yeah, right? Yeah, I those, yeah. Yeah, I hate Not because I'm pregnant for something else, but... Yeah, it's fine, you can disclaim that. <laughs> I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure they know. Um, so yeah, I went to the scan, and um, they obviously scanned it, and they were like, straight away, like, yeah, those little white dogs, they're, they're cysts. Right. Um, and from then on, my question was, are they cancerous? Like, are they going to turn into cancer? Are they going to, you know? And they're like, normally they're harmless. That's what they mm-hmm. said. Uh, they could be cancerous, but, it, you know, this could be anyone. You know, it's not, it's not like you have necessarily, like, a much higher risk. It's just that it's a possibility, you know, but yeah. anyone, anyone can get cancer. Mm-hmm. So... I wasn't too worried from that point. They did want to bring me back in for like another test, but I disagreed because it was something, I think it was too invasive, let's say. Right. Okay. It was the one where they would go inside you. And you thought, I'm not having that. No, because I've, you know, I'm, I won't lie to you, like I haven't been penetrated. So like to have that is just like, nah. I totally This is back when I was like, what, 14, 15, 16 maybe? No, no fucking way. It is invasive. I mean, it has to be done in terms of like scrapes for cervical cancer checks and stuff like that. But um, when you're a teenager though, and it's not compulsory, you say no, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got a tiny, tiny one that I think they have for like, yeah, I don't know. But I just... I, I totally get that. I just didn't yeah. go back. I, I don't know why, though. I mean, you got your diagnosis. And maybe it was a... I mean, it could have been, like, a like a scrape, or it could have been maybe a fertility one, or... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but the whole fertility thing back then, for me, wasn't really a concern. Like, I'm not... I was never the type of girl that was, mm. oh, God, I need to have kids, I need to get pregnant, so... I was going to ask you about that. So when you read that it can lessen your chances of, like, pregnancy and fertility, <sighs> did that affect you at all? No, I think yeah. that's because I came to terms of being a lesbian and I thought genuinely yeah. that I wouldn't have kids. I just genuinely thought I'd have a dog family. <laughs> now, obviously, times have changed and, like, I do want kids. I'm thinking more about it. But with, obviously, advanced technology, I'm thinking about, obviously, getting my eggs retrieved, having the good ones picked out and having them frozen. I mean, you say that so casually, but I think for someone that's only, like, in their 20s, yeah, it's still... You have to, for you to be thinking about that, uh-huh. 
that's not a normal stress that's put on 20 year olds. Do you know what I mean? But to me, I don't see it as a stress. I just see it as a potential outcome or potential yeah, I think option. Yeah, I think it's, I just like, to th- I never stress about these things. I never worry. Like, I'm not worried. I don't care. I just, I feel as though um, there's plenty of guys out there who are feeling a bit, I don't know, out of the box because maybe their periods aren't regular or they're extra hairy like me. Like, if you look down and see a lot of hair and aren't happy with it, do you feel like you need to shave every two or three days? Are you that sort of girl that kind of can't really, um, I don't even know what it could be. It could be any of the symptoms, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you should go and speak to a doctor. Well, what I found really interesting is there was... So when I was reading up about it, there's four different types of PCOS. There's, like, an insulin-resistant one, and that's where a lot of people struggle with weight gain, and that gets Uh, diagnosed quite quickly. Then there's post-pill PCOS. So that's someone that's been on birth control, like myself, come off it and then develop PCOS because of the hormonal imbalance that it's causing the body, which I thought, never heard of that before, quite scary. Uh Um because it can affect fertility and stuff. And then adrenal PCOS, which is high levels of testosterone, and inflammatory PCOS, which is also high levels of testosterone that causes like ABS, eczema, acne, um, body hair. But those are really, really diagnosed. So I'm s- assuming mine would be one of the last two. I, I'd assume, but I'm not a doctor. I don't, yeah, of course. It's so interesting <laughs> how it said, like, those are rarely diagnosed, ever. Yeah, I mean... Someone could have PCOS before going on the pill, and, and not be diagnosed. Not be diagnosed. So I, so I, I understand. But you do hear about women that go on the pill, and then they do say when you go on it, oh, after ten years, have a break, or, or maybe it's even less than that. So maybe it's to do with that. But mm-hmm. it's oh my god, women go through a lot. Yeah, I just I don't know. For me personally, it wasn't really that deep because the acne went away. Like my skin's fine now. My skin's pretty nice. Um, I just mm. have the occasional spot like most. Um, <laughs> but I can understand if you're in your 20s and you're still kind of suffering with the same acne you had as a teenager, you think, oh, you know, enough is enough. There obviously is help for that. There is obviously lots of gels and creams prescribed by doctors that will help with control your acne. It's, it's such a difficult one, though, because like, with acne, I hate this perception of oh yeah but try this or try that have you tried this mm-hmm. most of the time acne comes from the inside uh-huh. and like if you have a hormonal imbalances that's the inside yes and like uh, a lot of acne is caused by gut health as well that's yeah. the inside yes so sending someone to wash their face with this product is it, not helpful no. it really winds me up when we talk about products that for me is out of the out of the box because you can use any you can use the most expensive one on the shelf I have tried and it wasn't them, it wasn't them face washes that got rid of my acne. It was more so drinking water, eating right, and using a prescribed high percentage mm. cream that was prescribed. Yeah. Because there are spot creams that will literally, they won't be able to help you from the inside, but they will target your spots and they'll get rid of your spots. Now, you'll get more spots in the future, but if you continue to use the cream, you can manage your acne. That's how it works. Your, yeah. The, your inside of your body is going to keep making you have acne, but, but the cream is fighting it. It's going to control it so for you. You need to do the inside before you do the outside. Well, you need to do the inside as well as the outside. Right. Um, yeah. Obviously, but everyone tells you, oh, drink water, use this, use this soap, that soap. It's so much more complicated than that. Otherwise, it is. everyone will be walking around with clear skin. Right. You know, it's... And Even I think now. that's the same with weight gain as well. Like, right. it's so easy to say, oh, have you tried this? Or, oh, I did this. I did... But you don't know what's going on the inside. inside. Yes. There are people that I know 
that eat a, a lot better than me have done for a long time oh yeah um but suffer from PCOS and therefore suffer with weight gain yeah and this is something that I also want to talk about we shouldn't assume that people need to manage their weight gain people will always weigh more than others that is that if you personally have a problem with your weight gain and you want to reduce it then you can do what you need to do it's to a help personal that. Thing. It's a personal choice. I mean, if you know someone's got PCOS, don't start suggesting that they do this exercise or do this diet. They need to go on their own journey. I think that's what we need to realise that exercise and dieting yeah. is your... I don't even like the word dieting, to be honest, but it's your own journey and not one size fits all. It's a bit like you could give someone... Sorry, I'm going all fitness here. But you could give someone a fitness plan and a diet plan and you could give it to 50 different people and every single one of those people will look completely different at the end. Mm-hmm. They'll follow the same thing, do the same thing, but genetically we're all different and we mm-hmm. all require different things. Right. Results are different. So I agree, I absolutely winds me up. Do that? No. Right, exactly. Work for you, won't work for me. It's like, I don't, I don't know how it feels to, to have a problem with my weight gain, so I can never speak on that. But in terms of the hair... The excessive, I tell you, it's excessive hair. Mm. A lot of people are shocked when they see it because it's just so, like... I suppose it's not talked about, is it? No. Um, and a lot of girls that do have PCOS still shave, you know? They still, you know, they'll have to shave more than others or they'll probably feel a higher pressure to shave because they want to fit in. But for me, I embrace it all because I just don't... Well, I feel like you're lucky in that, one, I think the lesbian community is much more... This is like a generalisation here. Yeah. I'm sure not all lesbians are like this, but no. I feel like a lot of us are more open-minded. Right. And... But because... Yeah, well, I feel like a lot, a lot of us are more open-minded mm-hmm. and more accepting of things um, than, like, straight maybe, Yeah, maybe a girl in a heterosexual relationship where men yeah. have this kind of beauty standard set in their head that women should always shave and have, like, cleanly shaven armpits and no That's leg hair. That's it's hard. Really and also, you're quite... You're more masculine-presenting, so... It fits in with me. Honestly, um, there's a fun fact, actually. Uh, they did a study on who has PCOS, and a lot of people who had PCOS were actually linked to having sexual desires towards women, so therefore basically being gay. Um, oh. So a lot more gay women have it. Because then... of high testosterone, is it? Right. right, so then there's this idea that maybe high testosterone links to me being um, a lesbian, but I don't know. But then we look at someone like you, who I've is like... i too much estrogen. Est- no, estrogen. estrogen too much estrogen, but you're still a lesbian. So whether mm. there's a link, we don't know, but... Um, that is interesting, though. So are they more masculine-presenting lesbians, or are they just lesbians in um, Germany? I- think maybe just lesbians in general i don't right. know i mean i know a few lesbians who have PCOS. see this should be a study that's done like oh when those studies are being done or have been done but it's just a case of like how much exposure they get as yeah. well mm-hmm. no it's true i yeah so when you weren't a masculine presenting lesbian so let's right, go there before and you were dating boys back in secondary school it was tough yeah i was um Suppose sort of like a touch-me-not, you know, like I did have a boyfriend. He knew I was hairier than most. Mm. He knew that. He didn't bring it up, but he knew. we both knew we knew, right? Mm. And, you know, I remember like before just even chilling with him, even though we didn't have sex, so to speak, I would shave my legs. I would shave my arms 
before, even my arm, not even just my armpits, my actual arms, even though my arms weren't that bad looking back, I shaved everywhere. Mm. Even the bits of hair on my fingers. Yeah. I it had was, no idea you had finger hair. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I'd cool. shave everything to a T. My snail trail, I'd try and like shave my ass. But actually, back then, I don't know if I even had that much hair mask, I can't remember. But I shaved to a motherfucking tea. Um, mm. And he never even he never even saw my whatever anyway. He never even saw it. So for me it was just so much pressure, I think. Yeah. Because I didn't want him to be disgusted. Now he wasn't the sort of boy that would have been. He was actually very sweet and like he would never have like spread rumours about me. But just me being like insecure about it was one thing. Mm. So I think Maybe that was probably never the reason. It probably was the reason, sorry, that I never like fully had sex with a guy, just because of I know that their beauty, their beauty standard on a woman, on a woman, sorry, right. would be be cleanly shaven. Now, I say, oh no, it's because I knew I was a lesbian deep down. Was it? Well, did I never have sex with a guy because I knew I was a lesbian, or was it because I was too scared what they would think about my excessive yeah. hair? Interesting. Okay, that's quite. That's wow. Hmm. I often say to you, oh, you know, I just didn't get turned on or, like, I never wanted to go that far. But I think my excessive hair, my insecurity about it was a big reason why I never actually had sex with the guy. Because I had I had a few boyfriends, you know, over my time before, yeah. I, before I, you know, kind of... I, I think we should normalise the idea of, like... I feel like you have this gold-star lesbian thing, you've never had sex with a man, right? Yeah, right. I fucking hate that. Because it's like... <laughs> It's like, don't... If someone yeah. says they're a lesbian, trust they know what they... Like, trust they know who they are. Right. Like, why... Do you know what I mean? But the majority, Most though, lesbians have had a boyfriend when they were, like, 14. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I mean, that's not the issue at hand. I think, for me, though, I, there was plenty of opportunities for me for, like... In terms of, like, a sexual relationship. And I thought I would have took up on it, but I never did. And I, it's not because I knew I was a lesbian, because I was... I had a boyfriend, I thought... I was straight. I convinced myself I was straight at this point. Did you have any, like, inkling at all? Like, did you feel like... I don't know. For me, I knew I was lesbian when I was, like, 13 because I kept, like, literally drooling over my... Not drooling, that sounds too sexual. For me, it was never a sexual thing. I literally... I was just in love with my friend and one of my friends. (laughs) No, I I was never in love with any of my friends. I don't think there was anyone... I never fancied, like, celebrities either... There was no one that I knew that I fancied. No, I fancied it was for me. It was a fantasy idea in my head. Mm. I just didn't picture myself marrying a man and being with a man. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of pictured this really sweet girl. But like, could you not understand what that? No, obviously I picked it out later on. I got there in the end. But you know, when I had a boyfriend, it, I wasn't really thinking about that. Yeah. I was thinking about my man. You know, my man's. So. That's one thing, like... But now I'm with you, and you're so, like... You don't care about my hair. You don't care about any of that stuff. I you know. couldn't give a flying fuck, really. Right. But how would a, how many men would be able to say... With, like, honestly, that they wouldn't care if their girlfriend had really, really hairy legs. Mm. Uh, you know, like, hairy ass cheeks. Like, I have hair in my ass crack. <laughs> like, to put it yeah, bluntly. Yeah, so do men. Like, so I do hate men. when men are like, oh, yeah, like, it's not... It's not fully shaven. Shave your asshole. Yeah. Shave your balls. It's a, double, it's a double standard. Like, don't get don't get it twisted. I don't not shave. Like, I do shave sometimes. I'll shave for the summer. 
like if I'm going on holiday but I'll for sh- you I'll, I'm shaving for me because I, I feel like my hair needs like a recut you know I feel like I just need a even new, tan an that. even tan whatever it is sometimes I just want to be hairless but over the winter I'll let that shit marinate <laughs> I won't shave that shit for shit you can't it. pay me to shave that shit I find it more attractive personally because I'm I don't know I think I'm quite hippie like that like I hate people that sorry not hate people that's such a strong way of saying it but like <laughs> I hate people no but like I love people that like fully embrace themselves mm-hmm. and it's so hypocritical because I'm not fully like that okay but but it's all I a journey still love though. it it's a journey though yeah I've turned my insecurity into um an embrace you, you know? embrace it I fully. embrace it now and I love it and I don't care like I will go out and wear shorts oh yeah and like have my hairy legs out because I won't lie to you hairy legs fresh white trainers makes the trainers look so much fresher when you have hairy legs I, it sounds like a weird sentence but just really next time you see someone with hairy legs if they're wearing white trainers their trainers will look fresher and brighter because they've got hairy legs <laughs> just trust me <laughs> Um, but that's okay. you know, that's my own little thing. Another little fun fact as well that I learned about PCOS is that it's seen in animals too. Ah. Uh, it's seen in lions. And uh, there are female lions out there with PCOS who grow manes and therefore lead packs, which to me is cray-cray. Now, obviously, they can't mate, like, you know, biologically, but they'll have girlfriends. And really? They'll sh- so they're lesbian? They'll be lesbian. Well, the homosexuality is seen in lots of animals. But is it... But can... Non PCOS lionesses be lesbians too. I suppose they would be then, in a sense. Yeah. yeah, they would be. So homosexuality has been seen in like nearly oh, yeah. every species, right? Pretty much all my dogs are being lesbian. Honestly, <laughs> so you I'm think? Not joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but lions, yeah, female lions can grow manes, and you know it's cray cray because it's just like this whole hormonal thing must yeah. like, be running through every species. So I'm thinking, is it a medical condition that I need to cure, or is it just nature? Is it just, just run with it? This is just me. Unless it's killing me, I don't need to do anything. I think it's, if it's causing someone pain or discomfort, then yes. But if it's just like, right, just like a unique difference of hair grows on your face here, then that's something to embrace. I love it. Is it but even a condition? That's another thing to talk about, though. Uh, a lot of people suffer from like really bad period pains when they do get period with PCOS. Yeah, it can suffer. They can suffer bad with pain, mm. and that is when. And then that's when I think, oh, that's a condition, and that should be diagnosed, and there should be more research around that. Right. Yeah. But I'm not in pain. No. You know, my hair's not hurting anybody, and. Um, question: When you were stripping. Oh. So yes. back to, was it last episode when we talked about stripping? Right. We didn't really talk about this, but. Did you ever go to strip club, Harry? Oh, of course not. No, 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 no. Really? I'm okay. stripping for men, and these men know that... Well, they don't know that, but their standard is going to be, you know, every other stripper in the room. So they're cleanly shaven, bare, pretty much. Mm. Um, I can't go in there with hairy legs. I mean, I'm sure... Surely there's going to be some guys out there who secretly love it and have some sort of fetish for it, but I wasn't ready to... Do you feel like that would be making more of a statement... Rather than just going there to make money and yeah, getting it done, sort of. Yeah, I just, I didn't really need that con... I know that would be a controversial conversation that happened every single night, like... Oh, you look at your neck. Yeah. Yes. I can't be bothered for that. Mm. I can't be bothered. And then it, I suppose it gives away who I really am, because my stripping character wasn't me, it was just a character. Yeah. When I leave and I go home, I turn into, like, this stud mask 
whatever. Hairy legs, moustache, <laughs> sprigly beard, you know. babby, big bushy eyebrows, or whatever. But at work, I don't need them to know that. But obviously, you know, it was it was a challenge. It took me hours to shave every night. Oh, my ass that. crack because fuck wearing that. a thong and like bending yeah. over and shit, you just can't risk it. And to get like all up in there, like I needed like. I mean, that's not Australian for me, and I don't have as much hair as you. <laughs> exactly. So how do you feel about body hair on femmes? Um, well, obviously, I, I, this is it. I can't be a hypocrite and say, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't want my femme over. This is why I always say to you, don't worry about shaving. Don't mm. worry about it. Sometimes I notice you have the smallest bit of hair on your armpit and you'll be like, oh, I need to shave. And I'll be like, what, what, what do you mean? Do I? You do. You don't even realise it, but you do. You'll be like, oh, I need to shave. And then you'll put your armpits down so I can't see your armpits anymore. And it's like, why? I feel like... I don't know why I do it. I feel like you're feeling insecure about your armpit hair. No, I don't feel insecure about my armpit But like, as a natural response, though, you put your armpits down so I can't see them anymore. That's true. I think that's like a... That's not... That's like a societal thing, though. I think at school, I remember, like, we'd be in hockey and we used to wear these, like, little vest things. And people would be like, oh, Maddie, did she forget to shave? Oh. Oh, (laughs) Sally, like... You know what I mean? Like Got you. It was some of the... And you'd be like, oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? For like, real. It's, it's something that I think it's women have to deal with since the age of... Well, I think people automatically really like feel seven. embarrassment. Yeah. So... But I like being freshly shaven. Like, mm-hmm. I like shaving my legs and I like shaving my armpits. Yeah. I don't know why. It's probably problematic, but it just makes me feel more... Like clean, not clean because I don't think body hair is unclean. I think it's I, probably cleaner. It is for but sure. I feel more, feel like a dolphin. Like, just feel like more smooth and like touch right. me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because mine's all spiky. Yeah. Whereas my, um, I've completely changed how I have my pussy. You used to have TMI. it there, but I hate that now. I hate it. I hate it. So I got you out of that. Yeah, but I hate. It. Why did I ever think that was nice? Like, I find it baffling that like. I thought that looked better. I mean, you do your thing. Like, some women like their pussy completely bare and whatever. But for me yeah. personally, I feel I mean, more womanly you, when yes. I have some there, especially because I'm so petite anyway. Right. Um, another thing um, in terms of, like, PCOS and hairiness is a lot of us actually grow hair on, on top of our, like, vaginas. Da, 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 da. A lot of women grow that without PCOS, but it's more, you know, there's going to be more if you've got PCOS probably. Yeah. Don't shave it off if you don't want to. Don't shave it off if it if it's a challenge, if it's effort, if it stresses you out. Leave it there because hair on your vagina is protecting it and making it more hygienic than the mm. other. If you shave your vagina and it's bare, you've got nothing there to protect your... You've got to remember it's a hole. It's a hole inside <laughs> to your yeah. body. If there's nothing protecting it, then germs, bacteria can get in so much easier. Yeah. And you think, oh, I mean, my underwear, experts, this... Yeah. We're not experts. You might think, oh, you know, I've just washed my underwear, you know, I'm wearing fresh underwear, no bacteria. You'd be fucking surprised. Your asshole is quite close, you know? Yes. I think pubes are but underrated. I don't, I don't want to say that paper without body hair are unclean either. I think no, because you, your preference is your preference. But normally it's the people who decide not to shave that get sort of picked on, so to speak. Mm. It's like if you choose to be hairy, it's a bit like, oh, you've got a bush, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 
no one ever picks on anyone for being bare. Do you know what I mean? No one's picking on yeah. you now. But, but when you deep it, it's like when you watch. I think it's in a lot of straight porn as well. I think that's where it's come from. And when you like, like in the seventies, everyone had a bush. Mm-hmm. In the eighties and the nineties, I think it was like strips. And it was only really since like porn. I mean, porn's always been around, but porn has become more like accessible to everyone. Right. Um. All the time. That I think com- being completely bare became the trend. But it's quite. It's I find weird. it weird. It's weird. You're a woman. And you grow hair now. You didn't grow this hair when you were 10. The only people that don't grow hair there are children. Right. So why do you want, why are you replicating how you were as a child? To me, it just it's weird and it's dodge. Like, you're a woman. Like, I'm not saying keep it all there, but why but would I you I don't not... keep it there. I have like a, a little strip. She has a and little strip. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, sometimes I don't, so I, I mix it up. But I like to keep it like, ooh, it's all tiny. But I yes. like it to be shown now because I think... I just find it so problematic how that came about, how yes. that became a trend. How is getting rid of something that's completely natural, getting rid of it completely, how is that a trend? I just, it doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. Mm. I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's supposed to be there, and we've somehow made, in, we've made getting rid of it a trend. Why? Mm. It's supposed to be there. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying keep a bush. Like, we all know how that, that shit can be. Um, uncomfortable (laughs) and all sorts of itch like whatever come on like completely bare all the time I think it's nice to keep it neat as well for each other but but it makes life easier in some ways but yeah I I think it looks so much better with like a strip or just a bit or Mm. you know some sort of whatever do you know what I mean just a little something something like it doesn't have to be nothing wild but I've never liked the completely bare look and you know what I'm not that since meeting you I am not jumping in the shower and the first thing I'm doing is shave my armpits. Like, no. I will shave them... When you need to... When I don't you... even know. Like, I'm not... just not that... I will shave them on and I won't let it grow out fully, but stubble doesn't bother me. Like, You'd be surprised at how many women it does bother, though. Oh, I know. I know. But I've never been completely fussed by body hair, really. No. But... <laughs> you stroking your armpit hair. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like... I. I will, I'm not obsessed by the idea of, oh, I need to shave, I need to shave anymore. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. Mm. I, feel, I feel like you're more peaceful now. I remember when I first met you, and before I came round, you'd always kind of, like, completely shave. And it was just like, girl, you ain't got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's just like... But now if we have a date now, I won't completely shave, but I'll meet enough. Nah. Like... I like that. Mm. It looks nice, so I like that. It does. But again, just my preference. Like, I feel you like do an you. Alien when I haven't done that now. Yeah, for, I bet it feels weird. It feels really weird. Really weird. But, I, like yeah. you said, I feel like some people that completely shave and stuff, it's like you do you, have, you have your preference and stuff. But you're right, most people get picked on for having body hair. Uh huh. Rather so than not. So, we should probably take the side of, you know what, we like body hair and we're not gonna. Shy away from that. Shy away from that. It's not about being a hippie, it's just like being real with yourself and not being a sheep. Yeah, not gonna say like grow on a bit hair and dye it blue like some people. But Yeah, we just, <laughs> we're just saying it's you do you. You do you. Exactly. Without commenting on what others do for them. So if it don't hurt you then mm. if it's not hurting anyone, don't speak on it. I just really can't stand this whole like you know when there's a whole there's like a divide between certain feminists. And they say they've always got to comment about what the other person is doing, right. what the other women are doing wrong, a how they're not... A real feminist just does them and sticks yeah. to that. You do you. And you applaud others for doing them. That's it. Exactly. Because that's the, 
like we weren't given that as women we were told what to do right so by a woman doing exactly what she wants to do whatever that could be so, and supporting other women for doing that yeah that is that is what a real feminist is to me anyway you don't need to tell everyone oh you know don't shave because because that's what men want don't do mm. it no you don't need to do that girls you still you still shave if you want to shave yeah you do yeah but if you actually can't be asked and you feel like you're doing it for somebody else, if you're not doing it for anyone but yourself, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Completely agree. Um, but yeah, I mean... You can people... say that for loads of things, though, like plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, for sure. When we go, oh, you're doing it for the male, male gaze. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. So, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> know your facts before a, you come to me. A question that I often get is, why don't you take hormones to balance out Oh, do you get that hormones? a lot? Yeah. Um, people say, well, why don't you just, you know, like, you know, sort out your hormones because you obviously can take hormones. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> because then yeah. I'll have to deal with a period every month, which is I don't want that. I don't. Uh-huh. Why would I want to bleed every month? I'm blessed. I bleed once every three months. Why would I want to bleed every month for? In terms of my hair, I love it. I don't want that I've to like. It. I've embraced it, so I don't want that to go anywhere if it did. And I don't know how it would change me as a person. Yeah. I feel like it could affect... It's scary. Not I've, my personality, but maybe, like, my moods and, like, yeah. how I am. As a, I like how I am. I'm scared to come off birth control pill because I feel like I'll be a different person. Mm-hmm. And that sounds batshit crazy, and it's probably not true. But I, it is a worry I have. Like, I'm like, oh, who will I be? Like, right. I feel like... not. I'm not addicted to it, but... You're... I'm scared of... You're scared of coming off that. Me. Will I be more moody? Mm-hmm. Will I be more insecure? Like, loads of things. Like, I'm scared to come off it now. It's always something to think about. But if it's not giving you any pain, then why not? Why don't you leave it? it? Yeah. And you're getting your eggs frozen. Uh, yeah, so. hopefully I'm going to get my eggs taken out, like, next year, maybe at the end. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, do you have any other questions or anything that... I was going to say, like, do you think it still affects your hormones now? Like, oh. do you think you have more of a high and a low than most people, or do you think... High and a low? Or is it just you, like... High and a low? When you say high and a low, you mean, like... Like, a lot of people, a lot of women, sorry... Well, I don't know, actually. Do you say a lot of people? Yeah, a lot of people, because yeah. some men have periods. Right. Okay, um, go. So, do you... Most of us will get hormonal before a period do you feel like you have more oh. of that because you haven't had a free month I don't know how it works well but. you often like to tell me I'm hormonal I know when you're hormonal right so the answer Oof. is yes <laughs> yeah. so the answer is yes I can't see the difference in myself I, I know exactly it's like she can she can actually pinpoint when I'm going to come on the day like because it will never be a few days before it'll be exactly a week before you will be batshit crazy and then you're oh, that is so problematic to say. I'm always batshit crazy though. Yeah, that's, just that's true. <laughs> but you'll be you are hormonal. Like you're quick to snap and I'm very snappy snappy alligator, but you yeah. would be though. And then the week before you're very calm and then it's oh I've just come on a period. I'm like, yeah, I know. Right. I've got the sample towels ready. Like I know. <laughs> yeah, fully. Um so that's kinda of jokes. But then I think most women are hormonal, aren't they? Yeah. Well, sorry, it's saying women. People have periods. Humans at periods. Um, yeah, it's um, it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, I think that if you just have any of the symptoms we spoke about, if you are kind of a bit intrigued, first of all, my word of advice would be: don't worry, don't panic. Normally, it's like it ain't nothing to worry about. Mm. It just means you've got little white dots in your <laughs> <laughs> on your ovaries, which actually you can still get pregnant when you have PCOS. You can still. Um, 
you know, manage all the symptoms we spoke about. There's plenty of creams and pills or whatever it is that you might want to take, herbal remedies. There's so many things to take out on the market now that can help all of the symptoms we spoke about, hair thinning or yeah. whatever it is. So don't worry, don't panic, but don't self-diagnose. Go and get a scan first because it's so easy to tell yourself you have something and then when you find out you don't, you'll be a bit confused with all, where all the symptoms came from. So I think maybe write down the symptoms you do experience, the ones you don't, and if you want to take it out further with the GP, do that. If you want to talk to somebody first, talk to somebody first. There's plenty of um, like chat forums on Google and ah, stuff. Oh, really? Of course. There is for like most uh, medical conditions where you can just go and read up about people that have just been diagnosed. And people that talk to other women that are experienced. Yes, them. there'll be nice. plenty of women. There's plenty of activists as well, PCOS activists that will talk like if you go on Instagram and type in PCOS or PCOS, hashtag PCOS awareness you'll see lots of posts yeah I have seen. lots of people who say oh I have PCOS I experienced this is this is there here's my story or whatever and just like educate yourself before anything but most importantly don't panic like you are not alone with this one you are not alone like it's not um it's not a rare condition um, I think out of the world's population, I think it's from like ten to twenty-three percent of okay. like people have. PCOS. And that's people that are diagnosed. Probably a lot more that aren't diagnosed as right. well, right? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So that is uh, my 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 slice of cake Your on this one. TED talk. That's my little welcome to my TED talk. That's my <laughs> TED talk. And moving forward, do you think there should be more research done? For sure, there should be more research on everything. Yeah. Um, but this one in particular, because. It'd be nice if there was a cure. Of course, everything should be cured. And it's not nice to just have to manage symptoms. It'd be nice if there was just like a cure, just to get rid of the cysts and then get rid of the imbalance or whatever, you know? But mm. we're years away from that. Said, I don't think you need a cure. Like I don't know. Not me, pers- not me personally. I love it. But yeah, maybe for others. But yeah, thanks for coming to the, the talk about PCOS. Guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining our podcast. We hope you liked it and it was insightful. But by the way, guys, if you see a girl and she's got super hairy legs and hair on her arse cheeks, it's none of your damn business. It's none of your damn fucking business. She's probably got PCOS. And if she ain't got PCOS, maybe she's just embracing her body here and you should shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, actually, I have one last question. Go on. If someone sees your hairy legs, uh, would you rather someone not acknowledge it or would you rather someone go oh I really, li- I really like her embracing your hair or do you find that a bit mm, um, you're going to pick me do you like being do you like it being noticed or not not really because I'm not doing it for people to notice I'm just doing it just because I know but if, that, if a girl comes up to you and goes yeah I like that I like how you got I mean if we're friends and it's like I don't know it's just conversation making then it's a bit different to someone randomly coming up to me because I don't I don't talk to people, I'm an introvert, so if you're going to come up to me and you're a stranger and I don't know you, it better be fucking good, because I don't want to talk to you, because I'll start sweating. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd want that sort of attention. Okay, so we shouldn't tell people to be like... Don't applaud people for not shaving, it's stupid. I don't even want to be applauded for that shit. It's stupid. Just everyone be left alone, be... Mm. Don't, don't, okay. don't stare at girls that do it, though, or women that do it, or people that do it. It's yeah. just... Whatever, there you go. I can't even see nothing, girl. Okay. But yeah, thank you for coming so much. Yeah, thank you, and we'll see you next episode.